welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm your guest, playing as Sir Roderick of Southbend, Eli, and with you as always is your host. Oh no, it's the bottomless pit. Bottomless pit, listen, I need you to get Ty. Oh, where is... Listeners, I'm having a hard time here because the more I gaze into the abyss, the more it gazes back at me, and its gaze is unsettling. I'm trying to find Ty. Bombless Pit, have you swallowed up Ty again? Can you spit him out? We have a podcast to do. (coughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Ty, you're back. Hey, 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 what's up? I was Ty, just did you get bomb- swallowed in the bombless pit again? Ah, uh, you know it. Every, every week. That's how I do. Oh, man. I keep telling you to put new floors over that pit. You keep falling in. The thing is that I do put new floors, but they're they're too thin. I, I just, like, collapse straight through those new floors into the bottomless pit. Well, Ty, uh, you should get thicker floors, but, um... Are you ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons here? I am ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons here. So Ty, uh, what happened last time? Wait, wait, did I did I ask you? Are you ready? I am ready, Ty. I've actually been sitting here um, ever since the last recording, uh, waiting with bated breath to see um, see how this all shakes out. All right. So as you may recall, in the last episode, um, Sir Roderick and I was mm, Velma. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Sir Roderick and Velma uh, basically decided to blow this popsicle stand um, and make their way out of this underground skeleton ridden town town um, only to find that the other end of the tunnel had collapsed and their their exit uh, was blocked off. How do you feel about this? How do you feel right now? How does Sir Roderick feel in this moment, finding this collapsed uh, path in front of him? Um, I'd say he's taking it better than Velma, who has said that God sucks. So right now, I think Sir Roderick is probably more concerned with um, the just straight up blasphemy spoken by his travel companion. Um, I think, uh, Sir Roderick is a little bit worried because now he's stuck in this pit, but right now he still has his mission that he can focus on. He's still focused on, I need to find this girl getting out is going to come second. Oh yeah. Uh, in case you guys have forgotten since last time, um, the whole reason they're down here is because they are trying to save a, a young girl who has gone missing. So, uh, you are facing these just collapsed boulders. Large sections of rock uh, and cave have fallen in. Um, It doesn't look like there is an opening, um, and the pieces are too large for you to move with your bare hands. You find yourself in in a weird spot. As you turn to face this town that you were trying to, uh, to flee from, you see that there are four buildings originally on your right now on your left let's say that they are on the east and the direction you were trying to leave through was north all right just to make it easier okay um 
So you see four buildings on your east, four uh, lamps on your left. The closest mo northernmost building and lamp are um, broken uh, partially by this, this cave-in, this collapse on the side of the cave. Um, there is a pale light emanating from the lamps and a little bit from stones all through this cave. More and more pressingly, though, um, you see a crowd of uh, skeletal figures coalescing at the southern end of the cave. Uh, they are collecting outside of the uh, outside of the southernmost building, and that is what you see at this moment. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of skeletons kind of getting together at the southernmost building? Yes, that is correct. Okay, let me just make sure that I have this spell written down correctly. Okay, I'm going to go towards the southernmost building. I'm going to take Moonbeam. Well, I'm going to look at Velma first, so okay. give me that line that she ended with. Oh, man, um, she said something along the lines of, what did she say? She said something like, uh, she said with a, uh, a wry smile, something along the lines of, of God is dead. Yeah, I believe it was something like she always thought that people were terrible, but now she thinks it's God who's terrible. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And I look at her and I say, Velma, we are in a, a bit of a predicament. I will not try to sugarcoat it. But we just have to push on, complete our mission, and then we'll figure a way out. So I'm going up to those skeletons, and I'm going to see if I can beat my way through this predicament. Are you with me? Uh, she looks at you and shakes her head and is just like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, let's, okay, let's do that. And I, um, I think I was walking beside Moonbeam, and I say, you're going to want to hop off Moonbeam. I don't think there's anything that uh, we can gain from continuing our adventure with our four-legged friend here. Okay, um, she... Okay, yeah, that, that works. And she, uh, hops off. Alrighty, and then I unshoulder, or I take my warhammer down in one hand and my shield in the other, and I walk towards the crowd of skeletons. Alright, how are you doing this? What are you, uh, what are you trying to... How are you approaching this? I'm gonna try to get their attention. I'm gonna motion for Velma to kind of stay a little bit back. Mm-hmm. And as I walk, um, and as I start getting closer to the crowd of skeletons, I'm going to bang the hammer on my shield, uh, just kind of making a ch-ch-ch sound, and yell, Who's willing to help me today, and who's willing to die a second death? As you say that, um, you see this crowd of, of skeletal figures, um, all of whom you, you notice that some are wearing, you know, some of them are wearing more clothes than, than others. Some of them are, are wearing, um, you know, leather. Some of them are wearing, uh, cloaks. Some of them are wearing green things, uh, red things, all sorts of different colors and not none particularly vibrant, all like ratty and falling apart for the most part out of the, that building, come out four figures carrying pickaxes and they're they tend to be uh the larger of the this crowd of uh, figures which has all sorts of body sizes uh including a few that look um almost childlike in their their frame and the four in the front move forward and uh point their pickaxes at you and sort of are waving them around in an aggressive manner okay but are not not approaching you anymore 
I am going to continue walking toward them, making myself as big as I can, which is pretty big. Uh, Sir Roderick, I always, I always kind of pictured Sir Roderick as like football star, like muscular and tall and uh, imposing, um, even without the armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm still moving forward, and I say, one last chance, bring me the girl or leave. The four in the the front look around at each other uh, at each other almost as if they're they're sort of um, their their jaws are moving in a way that seems to be almost as if they're having some sort of communication that like you can't hear. Then one of them steps forward and swings their pickaxe at you. Okay. And uh, does a nineteen hit? Oh man, does it? Does no, it does not. Oh geez, man, <laughs> I'm not going to do much better than that. My AC is very good because I have a defense fighting style, which adds an additional one to my AC, which is... Okay, well, it's a good thing I checked because my AC is 19. So I guess you do hit me, Ty. All right. Um, I, I I don't remember how the... I, I know my, my general uh, rule has been that the player wins ties, but... Okay. Um, then I then he doesn't hit me. I don't know if I want to do that. I, I'll 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 do that this time. I'll have to rethink that whole rule system at some point. But yeah, so uh, that does not um, does not hit you. So how I'm imagining this? Um, this guy steps forward, uh, swings his pickaxe at you, and you bash it away um, with your uh, your shield. And um, now it is your turn to strike out if you would like. Okay. I say wrong answer, and I put my um, warhammer back on my back, mm-hmm. and I bring my holy symbol to me. Okay. And I say, Lord Lumen, turn these abominations away from your light. And I raise my um, holy symbol in the air, and I use turn the unholy. Oh man. Meaning that uh, each fiend or undead that can see or hear me within 30 feet of me must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails, it is turned for one minute or until it takes damage, which means it has to spend its entire turns trying to move as far away from me as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. Oh, snap. Okay. I've been holding that move in ever since I came to this undead city. How long does this last, did you say? Um, I mean, it says for a mi- for one minute. Okay, gotcha. Um, so they have to roll a wisdom saving throw, and they have to beat... Hmm. Well, they only have to beat a 12, so this could go poorly. Yeah, but they're skeletons, so that's super wise. How I'm going to do this is so I don't have to roll for all of the, like, the whole crowd. I'm going to roll for the four, and then I'm going to base how many uh, of the crowd leave based off of those four. Okay, sounds good. Uh, That one did really bad. Uh, That one did really good. That one did mediocre. And that one did okay. The one that you... Uh, that, that is standing right in front of you. Um, you bash the pickaxe out of the way, hold up the holy symbol to you, and then press it against their um, that one's forehead, and it collapses backwards, 
um, hits the ground and just like falls apart. Rad. One of the uh, one of the closest, the next closest one uh, gets sort of shoved backwards, like physically rattled and uh, then stumbles backwards a little bit and, and runs away. Um, the other two, uh, the two that were farther back, um, they are still there and they grip their their pickaxes tighter. Uh, the crowd, almost all of the crowd, with the exception of uh, a child and uh, a couple of the um, a few of the adults run away. But pretty much everybody, all of the other ones run back into uh, into the tunnel or into that building that is uh, on the southern the southernmost building. But those uh, two. Is that? Yep. Sorry. Is that building within 30 feet of me? Yes, but they are running into that building and then you don't know what they're doing once they're inside. Okay, because they have to try to be like leaving as far away from me as possible. So they get they get a sense that they need to be away from you. They don't know how far away they don't know the rules are 30 feet. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, So they're just trying to get away and like whether they make the right decision, they don't know. Um, So some of them like uh, about half of the ones that flee, uh, flee down the tunnel and the other half that flee, flee into a building. Okay. so uh, so yeah, but two of them Two of those ones that were still wielding pickaxes. Uh, can you do anything else with your turn, or is that the end of your turn? Uh, that's the end of my turn. Okay, so the two other ones, um, one of them uh, rushes forward and tries to strike at you again and does not hit you. Um, this one uh, swings and trips over his fallen comrade, thus ending up missing you pretty wildly. Uh, and then his, his or her friend uh, comes up and tries to strike you. And this one does hit you with a uh, 21. That was really lucky. And this one um, swings its pickaxe and the pointy bit pierces through your chainmail and hits your shoulder, uh, doing five damage. Um, It's honestly not as bad as you would have expected, um, just because there's not a a lot of muscle behind it. Okay. Some might say there's no muscle behind it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I um, look at the two skeletons that are attacking me and I say, remember, Ooh, you stupidity are. does not equal. OK, well, I had a line. Uh, OK, go ahead. You just... OK, you good? You, yeah, did I'm you good. get it out? I don't know okay. why I went Rem- with uh, with Lion King when I'm sure Nightborn Before Christmas would be a lot more appropriate. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Remember, stupidity does not equal bravery. And I reach back and grab that hammer and just go to smash it down on the one that hit me. Okay, do your thing. 19? Oh yeah, that definitely hits. 7 damage. 7 damage. Okay, you you slam down and land into its um, shoulder blade and its shoulder blade shatters on the right on the uh, the right side where left side. It's left side um, where you hit it. Uh, and its left arm just falls off and it uh, stumbles backwards and is like on the ground, still moving, but not really paying attention to you. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> smashing these skeletons is more entertaining than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see that um, uh, the one that is still standing is going to swing at you again. Uh, this is the one that missed you before. 
it swings up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Didn't you say it fell over? Oh, it like it's it stumbled. It didn't like it didn't legitimately like fall prone or anything. It it just uh, tripped a bit. Okay. I was uh, I was giving a little bit of flavor to how it missed. I wasn't uh, necessarily giving you a mechanical advantage. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, this one pulls its pickaxe from the uh, from the ground and tries to hit you with the butt end of it. Um, it hits your slams that into your hip. Um, and hits you with uh, twenty three to hit. Yep. Yep. That hits. And does uh, four damage. Okay. Alrighty, I am so. It, there's one that's been just. There's just one left, or there's just that. There's just that one left. He is the. He or she is the only one left. I'm gonna look at it and say, uh, "Hold on." Yep. I got. I got no funny one-liners, and I don't <laughs> think Roderick would deliver one. Anyways, I'm just gonna um, slam him. Slam him with the hammer. Good excuse. Good excuse. Uh, I, my my general thing, whenever I'm um, when if, if I was to ever write a a story, I would just make sure that my characters were not clever or funny. So that I never had to write exactly. anything clever or have any good jokes. Exactly. Having having just a meathead really, really helps with that. But I hit him for 23 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. I did eight damage. Yeah, um, you slam up against this one and uh, the, you crush into its um, rib cage and it also um, falls backwards and... Uh, while not dead is like not in a great shape uh you could go for a coup de gras if you wanted yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stomp his head in because that's that was that was cool all right i'm just gonna let you do that um you lift up your uh boot um slam it down on the thing's skull and uh crushes the skull underneath your your heavy um armored boot okay and then i look back to velma uh she's she's way back on the other side of town I look back to her and give her what I can only imagine is a glowing thumbs up because with uh, she, my uh, you, holy symbol that is still shining. Uh, she, you hear her off in the distance go, um, fuck yeah! Language! Sorry! Alright, um, and then I'm going to uh, shoulder my hammer or like kind of pick mm -hmm. it back up and head towards the building that all those skeletons went to. And uh, you see that unlike the other buildings, um, this one look this one actually has uh, like a noticeable window on the front. And I, I said all the other ones did not have windows, right? Uh, yes. OK, this one actually has a uh, window on the front. Um, it looks like some sort of display window or something, but it is all dusty up. It, you can't see through it at all. Um, and uh, the door is um, not a solid door. It's sort of like one of those swing little swing doors. OK, I like, you know, at this point. So Roderick is not necessarily a violent person. Mm -hmm. Most he's ever had to do is kind of like break up a bar fight or something. Mm -hmm. Of course, excluding the like one time he's actually had to take someone's life. Um, yeah. But this is just a whole bunch of violence that is perfectly just acceptable uh, since he's a paladin and these are all 
skeletons brought back with some sort of black magic. Mm-hmm. So right now his adrenaline is just spiking and he is feeling super tough. Yeah, he's just playing GTA. Ex- exactly. It's just this is this is Westworld. There's no rules. He slams through the saloon doors or the swinging doors. That was, that was the image that I wanted. I couldn't remember the word saloon doors. Yeah, so he slams through those doors and he yells, anyone else looking to get their skulls crushed? All right, so it has been uh, maybe 40 seconds since you did that initial thing. This stuff all happened fast. Um, and so uh, your your turn the undead is still operating and you see um, several figures uh, in this room from one corner. Um, there is a door on the, the left side. However, you are approaching. Um, let me let me rephrase that um, to give you guys the idea of the map. You're entering from doors on the west of this building. Okay. Um, there is a door on the back of this building, so on the the east. You are approaching from the north, so everybody is huddled up together trying to get away from you in the southeast corner. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, so uh, so you see uh, maybe eight figures um, all crowded together in that southeast corner. A couple of them are like grabbing some pickaxes or are holding some pickaxes out ahead of them, but they are not as as um, confident or aggressive as the ones that you saw earlier. Um, and it looks almost as if uh, this whole room um, you're seeing uh, you see just barrels um, in this this space that you're in right now. Um, and the there's like a barrel full of pickaxes right that just happens to be right next to where these guys are standing. There's barrel full of full of like rolls of like really, really old leather um, barrels full of uh, what appears to be rock salt and stuff like that. And some of the barrels are empty blah 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 but uh you get the idea there's just barrels with stuff in it in this space i go up to one of the skeletons holding a pickaxe it is pushing itself up against the wall away from you like trying to just like melt through the wall away from you with the hand that has my holy symbol wrapped around it i grab its skull oh geez yeah and i just just because like you said that that one i touched it with this symbol and he kind of just like Mm -hmm. fell apart and at this point i'm just curious to see if that is just true for everyone so i just grabbed this one with my uh uh, hand does he still like maintain existence yeah he looks like it's like shaking um not like not like shaking as if you were applying some force to it but shaking like as if something was was having like a visceral like trying to get away reaction uh like just just like disgusted and and horrified of something um that is the reaction this thing is happening with you have it pressed up against it but it doesn't fall apart it doesn't seem to suffer any damage uh but yeah that's what you see all right, I slam its head into the wall, mm-hmm. uh, trying to just crush the skull. Roll me, roll me an attack. Uh, roll me a, a d8. Uh, it's a three. Yeah, um, it. You feel the skull crack, um, and it sort of, uh, but but it doesn't it doesn't collapse or break, all the way. All right, and then I yell to the other skeletons, "Is anyone willing to help me?" Um, at this point, your holy symbol, like at the moment you say that. The holy symbol stops glowing 
uh, and the they stop pressing themselves up against the wall, and they just sort of remain there. Though they are they are sort of cowering. You see uh, one of the shorter ones um, steps forward uh, just the smallest bit. Alrighty, I drop the skeleton okay. that I'm holding. Uh, they they collapse onto their knees. I look at my uh, holy symbol and just say, "Well, that was." inopportune <laughs> and i look to the one that walked that step closer and said and say to it are you willing to help me uh it nods its head very fast Alrighty, i say very good very good i'm looking for a young girl and then i describe the girl to it and say um have you seen her do you know where she is do you know who knows where she is so when you when you say um, you're looking for a girl, uh, you see the skeleton, the short er skeleton. Look at one of the uh, the child sized skeletons that's in the corner um, very briefly uh, and then look back at you. And then you you start describing the skeleton the girl. Um, how do you describe her exactly? Like, do you just give like her rough height? And and what, what do you what do you say? Um, at this point, Roderick probably uh, resets to um, Keeper of the Peace, uh, the diligent note taker that he is. Mm. He might even whip out a notebook and describe in detail the like exactly what she looks like based on the brief moment that he saw her. Gotcha. So you describe a person wearing a cloak. Uh, wearing a with a um, it was a purple cloak uh, with a, uh, a hood on it. You you assume you know like roughly what she looks like because you saw what her mother looked like, um, who was not wearing the the hood. Um, so you give a pretty good description of this this person. And uh, this skeleton looks back at all of the other skeletons, and you see its mouth moving, and then it looks back at you, and it turns its head a little bit, and then it, it points outside. And, and you see its mouth moving, its jaw moving. Okay. I look at it and say, um, it seems you're trying to tell me something, but I don't speak dead people. I'm going to need you to lead me. Well, this is a weird situation, huh? Uh, and Velma, Velma like pops in through the, the, the swinging doors behind you. Yeah, I can't say that I ever saw myself asking for help from dead people. I I gotta say they they don't seem they don't seem as scary right now when they're like cowering. Well, yes, fear see te- uh, fear tends to take the uh, the nope nope. I was gonna say fear tends to take the fear out of people, <laughs> but seeing fear in others tends to take the fear out of yourself. So right now we're gonna see if these these things can help us find our quarry. And then we can move on. Okay. Um, uh, Velma's still giving uh, these guys a, a wide berth, staying uh, at the doorway. Um, she's like, "All right, so um, yeah, I guess we we get going. Uh, where where is she? Where are they telling you?" And I look at the one that I'd pointed outside, and I say, uh, "Well, where is this girl?" It walks towards the door, um, glancing back at you like, like, oh, should I should I step? Should I be in front or should I be in back? That's sort of the gist you get from it. But it, it leads out in front of you and goes out the swinging doors. Um, you follow. Uh, yeah, I look to Velma and say this. This whole thing just honestly keeps getting weirder and follow the skeleton. 
Nice. It leads you outside into the, the main street. And we're going to take a brief break and then uh, come right back in uh, just a few minutes. Yo. What up, what up? All right, uh, everybody. Welcome back to Side Character Quest. We just stepped away for a moment to think about things, just to, to evaluate our lives. And really just deep, like, think deeply about the implications of mercilessly destroying undead skeleton armies that appear to have feelings and societies. They definitely have fear. Definitely fear. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you step out um, following this. Uh, uh, Velma holds open the swinging doors, uh, letting the um, skeleton through. She makes sure that she does not come into physical contact with uh, said skeleton. And then you uh, follow after um, making your way onto the main street. Uh, the skeletal figure points um, towards uh, towards that that part or that way that um, all the other ones had fled from you. Um, and I want you to roll me a perception check. Okay, because this normally goes well. Oh, hey, 20. Oh, man, you got a 20. Nice. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a critical 20. It was a 19 plus one. So a 20. Nice. Um, so you are looking down this pathway that this person, uh, the skeletal figure is pointing um, and you see uh, off in the darkness, um, those figures uh, sort of backlit by a little bit of that that um, slight uh, glowy illumination. Not a lot of it, but just a little bit. Um, you see all of these skeletal figures, some in um, some wrapped up in clo- uh, cloaks, uh, some in, you know, other stuff, um, some the size of adults, uh, a couple of the size of, of children. And uh, they're just sort of standing well away from you and uh, sort of looks like a couple of them, a couple of the larger ones are standing at the front of the group, look poised to defend themselves if, were you to approach. And that would be all that you notice, except you you happen to like you hear some shifting rubble far behind you and you turn around and you see one of those rocks from that cave in. You see it moving. What do you do? This is very far away from you. You 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 were lucky to hear the sound uh, and you were even more lucky to to see the movement. Okay, so the rock is just moving like it's shifting or it's it's looks like it's being moved somehow, but you cannot see the thing moving it. Okay, and the little skeleton who's leading us was pointing to the group of skeletons on the other side. Yes, yes, that is correct. Oh, geez. Mm. I look to Velma mm-hmm. and I point at the shifting rock behind us and say, what do you make of that? Oh, oh, oh do you think it's another bullet? A what? Oh, yeah. Wait, did we actually face one of those? Sorry. Uh, you saw one of them. You didn't actually fight it. Oh, uh, that's that's right. That's right. Oh, um, well, I certainly hope not. Uh, skeleton person, um, lead us to the girl and I suggest you make haste. Um, he start uh, or it uh, starts walking forward and walking towards the crowd. Um, as as you guys approach the crowd, though, uh, the crowd um, 
starts um, stumbling backwards and then running uh, running down the tunnel. Uh, a couple of the adults sort of like grab onto the the smaller ones and um, pull them along, um, and uh, a couple of them help them get up and and they're just they're just booking it down the tunnel away from you. I say, I say, see Velma. It does not matter how many the undead masses flee before the might of Lumen. Uh, she, uh, you look over and she is smiling a little bit under her hood um, that you guys are, are still both wearing. As you guys say that, um, you you just continue walking down that tunnel or walking towards that tunnel. Yeah, but I'm keeping like my head on a swivel for that giant moving rock. Okay, you hear that rock um, thud as uh, it falls to the wayside and there is now a, a big opening uh, in that tunnel. And uh, and yeah, that's what you hear. Okay. And is the rock that moved still moving or it is not still moving and uh, you cannot see through the hole. Okay, And I point at that hole um, to Velma and I see see Velma as long as we stay on course and keep to the mission. Lumen will provide a path. We're in good hands with Lumen. There's no need to lose your faith. (laughs) <laughs> you're doing a little uh a little preaching right now that's literally what i do <laughs> uh cool cool so you're gonna run after the the crowd uh yeah i'm just following the skeleton trying to find this girl so these ones are, are gonna try to run they're gonna try to outpace you so i want you to give me a constitution check to see uh how well you can like or maybe athletics i'll let you decide wait Wait, am I chasing the crowd? I thought I was just... Or does the... Yeah, I was just following the skeleton who was supposed to be leading me to the girl. Um, The skeleton that is leading you to the girl was pointing towards the crowd, and the crowd is heading back down the tunnel away from you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I'm going to chase him with an athletics check then. Which is my pretty solid move. Hell yeah, critical athletics. Oh, seriously? Okay, yeah. This crowd is like running away from you and they they do they're they're keeping up a pretty good speed considering um and you just book it after them and it does not take long for you to overtake uh the slower ones and then you you manage to actually book out in front of them all and are standing at the other side of the tunnel uh and they all like stop because you just you know cut through all of them and then plant yourself blocking the tunnel i yell i am looking for a girl who can help me? All right, I want you to I want you to roll me another perception check. Uh, fifteen. You notice that there is a, a small figure. Um, that is one of the small skeletal figures is wearing a cloak, and it's a purple cloak, and it's covered in dirt. It's covered in grime. It, it, you almost didn't notice before. You you hadn't noticed before. Um, what uh what color this thing was? But it's. It's a purple cloak that matches the the color that you had seen before, uh, just with a lot of a lot of wear and tear. Oh, shit. I go up to the cloaked figure Mm -hmm. and I like pull back the hood. I just like grab it by the shoulders and I pull back the hood. All right. You pull back the hood and you see before you see before you two big, wide holes where eyes would be in a skull oh geez i 
am pissed now. Um, Roderick like tightens his grip on the sh- what I'm assuming are just shoulder blades and say, "Where did you get this cloak?" Uh, the um, the skeletal figure um, sort of like you feel its legs give out from under you, and at this point, uh, one of the um, other the adult skeletons uh, bum rushes you, and um, let's see. Does not do very well. Um, so you just feel a, f- a force like slam up against your side and then like fall backwards. What do you do at this point? Do you do you question them again? I I kind of like kick out at whatever just slammed into me. And then I look at the little thing, the little skeleton with the cloak. And I say, where did you get this cloak? I will not ask so politely a, a third time. Um, this uh, small skeletal child um, points its hand back up the tunnel. Uh, where you just came from. I'm just making you go all all over this place, just back and forth, back and forth. Jeez. I pick up the skeleton kid with the cloak with my left hand, and I raise my holy sim- or my holy symbol in my right hand at the crowd, mm-hmm. and I it's like full-on hostage situation. I'm pointing the holy symbol, and I say, stay back. Lumen's light will compel you to stay back. And I like edge my way out, but from the crowd, like towards where the, the cloaked skeleton pointed. Yeah. So they they all sort of press themselves against the wall. Uh, a, you're this is a nice little uh, uh, con you're pulling right here. I've taken. Yeah. Well, they don't know <laughs> they that don't I can know. only use it. <laughs> uh, and I they're already pretty scared of you. Um, the the small skeletal child pulls off its cloak and uh, and throws it to you as it like moves the way to the wall. At this point, Velma catches up to you and uh, the cloak is just sort of sitting on your feet. OK. And the skeleton had pointed back up the like pretty much back towards where the rock had just shifted. Yep. Or back back towards the town. You guys had like run down the tunnel like maybe 100 feet or something. I grabbed the little the skeleton that I just taken the cloak off. I grabbed the cloak in one hand. And I grabbed the skeleton and I um, shove it back towards the town. I say, lead me to where you got this. It's running out away from you. And then it points uh, towards the towards that shop that you were at earlier. Uh, are you just going to go straight in? Yeah. OK. As you go in, uh, you see the the uh, you have the skeletal child uh, go out ahead of you and um, it's gesturing wildly around this this space towards that back door. Uh, and you hear some noise um, from outside and you recognize that noise pretty much instantly. Um, the clip clopping of hooves. Uh, from which direction would I know? Uh, from the north, from that um, that hole that had just opened up, that direction. Not from the tunnel that you just came from. Okay, I poke my head out the door to see what it is. You see clip-clopping towards your general direction, a horse, and astride it you see a knight. A knight in a full set of armor, carrying a uh, long sword and heading right towards you. Okay, is it on top of a living horse or a skeleton horse it is on top of an armored skeleton horse oh no oh no oh is this an undead knight die you have to tell me it's entrapment it's not a great situation for you right now does the armor at least look nice it looks uh it looks pretty um pretty old uh, pretty like roughed up and and stuff. 
Um, you do notice something, though. Actually, give me a, give me another perception check. Uh, 14. 14. You look at this armor. Um, you look at this knight trying to sort of get a vibe of, of what's going on with it. You almost missed it because of how tattered the uh, the um, what's that thing that is on that knights wear um, that cloth that knights wear. It's very um, tattered and falling apart. Uh, but you just make out through all of that um, the same symbol of a boar that you recognize from your hammer and from those markings on the wall. Ooh, ooh, the plot thickens. Um, I look, I look to Velma and I say, search the building for the girl. I'll try to buy us some time here. And then I um, close my eyes and I touch myself uh, on my heart and use the last of my lay on hands healing that I have to kind of give me a little bit of uh, HP. Um, it's not much that I have left. But uh, it's something. And I um, step out of the shop towards the um, uh, the knight. And I have my hammer in one hand and my shield in the other. And I um, raise my hammer in a sort of salute. And I say, hello, or hail, fellow knight of the realm. I am Sir Roderick of Southbend. The knight pulls up in front of you and raises that guard that's on the front of its helmet, and you can see its jaw moving as if it was greeting you. Okay, I, um, hmm, I guess I still have that purple cloak on me, right? Somewhere? Did I hand that to Velman? Yeah, you've got that purple cloak on you? Yeah. Uh, you, you could hand that, if you wanted, you could hand that to Velma as, uh, as she was leaving, but, um, but no, you can hold on to that if you want. Yeah, well, I, I just had Velma, so she's, like, searching that building for the girl. Yeah. I'm going to look to the knight and say, I've come searching for a small girl wearing who is wearing this cloak. Uh, can you help me? Um, so the the uh, knight looks at the cloak, um, ra- brings his uh, free, his hand that was holding the reins. Um, he lets go for a moment, uh, puts his hand up against his chin, um, and is sort of looking quizzically at it. Um, his gaze directed at it, not at you. Uh, and right as that is happening, though, he his head whips for uh, whips up, and he looks uh, to the south. Your gaze uh, follows his gaze, and you see um, the crowd of other skeletal figures uh, coming out of the tunnel, and they are waving wildly and pointing at you. And you can see their jaws moving up and down. Yep, nope, uh, this is pretty much what I figured, and I uh, grab the knight because I, I realize what's most likely about to happen here. Um, <laughs> I grab the knight's arm. Uh-huh, you grab his arm? And I pull him off the horse. <laughs> All right. All right, give me a uh, strength contest. I'm going to give you advantage because you are yeah. taking this guy by surprise. He has not figured out what's going on yet. He or she has not figured out what's going uh, on yet. 19. Actually, wait one second. E. Um, 19. 
Oh, dude, you did real nice. Uh, yeah, so this one only got a nine. Um, so you grab onto this thing, this um, knight's shoulder, or uh, the arm, sorry, um, and you pull hard, and he stumbles off um, the horse and lands prone on the ground. Um, now I'm going to give you a uh, give you first in this initiative because you have done started combat. Alrighty, I'm gonna hop on the horse. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, Listen, Sir Roderick is more comfortable fighting on horseback than anything, so I'm gonna hop on the horse. You hop on the horse, and I'm sorry. Okay, so getting on the horse and then doing this next thing is going to be your your action for this this first round. Which is going to be you're going to be doing an animal handling. Oh, I'm making an animal handling check. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing this to somebody else's horse. You're trying to seize control. This 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 horse is a well trained horse. That's fair. That's fair. Um, fifteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's what I you had to beat. Ooh. Uh, so you got this horse. You got this horse, uh, and it is it is. Um, obeying you uh, at this point um, I will let you move if you want um, but otherwise you uh, you uh, your your turn is over yeah I'm gonna move away from the crowd um, assumingly towards that um, so you go you go four north yeah 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 and I'm gonna be taunting the skeleton sort of a come on then let's see who's the better knight here part of part of this is to one keep me from being stuck in between the crowd of civilian skeletons and the knight skeleton and to pull him away from where Velma is. All right. So uh, the the knight stands up. So you went maybe maybe 30 feet away. Um, so he stands up, which I believe takes up half his movement. So he can't he can't match you. Sure. Yeah. Um, and he uh, uh, what is what is the word that I want? Um. What's the word for? Uh, I need horse terms. I need horse terms. I'm sorry. I've got to do this. Okay. Okay. The knight um what uh runs forward uh, trying to close the distance and does not close it all the way. Um, but uh he sticks out his hand and you hear ringing out in your your ears almost as if somebody was was speaking directly next to you the word dismount Ooh. and i need you to do something for me i need you to roll a wisdom saving throw do, 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 do. 13 uh you had to beat a 14 oh no um so on your next turn you are going to have to dismount okay but uh but yeah so that's that's what uh, he said and now it's uh, it's your turn i will let you move first if you want to do that is dismounting going to be my action? That'll be your action. Well, you could do it as your action or as your move. One or the other. I'll let you choose. Mm, it's kind of the same either way, because if it's my move, then I can't do anything to him. You have a throwing axe. Nope. I handed that. Oh, no, no. I do have the throwing axe because I gave her the short sword. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to dismount and then I'm going to look at him and I'm going to whip out my um, throwing axe. I'm gonna chuck it at him. Yeah. All right. Uh, give me that. Give me that attack roll. Uh, eighteen. That uh, that does hit. Red. Uh, for those at those at home who have figured out what uh what monster I am using, um, just know that I have uh nerfed the monster a little bit because otherwise Eli would already be dead. Okay, so I did six damage to it. 
you you throw that axe. Um, it spins through the air, slams up against its uh, chest, and um, bounces off. Um, and uh, he takes a little bit. You know, he flinches from the the impact. Um, but then he's going to uh, rush forward um, to try to meet you. Uh, because you weren't able to get any farther away, um, he is going to uh, swing at you. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. Uh, that is a tie, so based on the rules earlier, it misses. I'm I'm trying to decide whether I want to... This, this character is supposed to have multi-attack. I'm trying to decide if I want it to have multi-attack. I'm going to not give it multi-attack. Huzzah! Um, so yeah, so, uh, it is, uh, it is your turn. Um, so this thing swings down, um, you block its, uh, its shield away, but just barely. Um, and now it's your, your turn. I'm going to do two things. Hold on. Let me bring up this. So I know, Yo. um, yes, it is a bonus action. Rad. All right. So for my second of three spell slots that I've used today, um, including the ones I used in the last session. I'm going to cast, uh, yes, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith, which is a bonus action, okay. and it adds plus two bonus to my AC during the um, duration, which is up to 10 minutes. That's a good idea. <laughs> which will let me take put my shield on my back so I can grip my Warhammer in two hands and just smash down on this knight. Okay, do that. So essentially, my AC is staying the same. So I, while well, I am two-handing my Warhammer. Gotcha. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen does not hit. Ooh. Okay. Um. So you swing down your Warhammer. Uh. After putting your shield on your back. Um. Uh, and this. Uh, you miss, and as you miss, um, the uh, knight swings back with its um, sword and goes for a... Uh, oh, man. Um, that Yeah, that's going to hit, <laughs> definitely, 100%. Um, so you, uh, you get hit, and as you get hit, um, his weapon uh, flares white hot, um, dealing extra damage to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and you take eight slashing damage and three fire damage. Okay. Yes. 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 I am unhappy about that. So I'm going to grab my shield again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so now my AC is 21. Okay. And I'm going to one-handed attack this guy with my hammer. All right. Uh, 20. Uh, yeah, that hits. For 11 damage. Nice. Oh, wow, that was really good. Okay. Yeah, that was my maximum damage, so what up? Uh, so you, you slam down on this person, um, on this, this dude. Uh, oh, do I want to do that? Oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, as you, you slam down the hammer and you hit it really freaking hard, um, he reaches out with his, uh, free left hand. Um, BC is not carrying a, a, a shield or anything and grabs against your, your, um, face, uh, under your hood. And you feel it's the f- skeletal figure fingers and the bony fingers, <sighs> um, pressing into your skin. 
uh, you see his jaw move, and then all of a sudden, the layer of sh- that shield that was sort of protecting you dissipates, emanating away from his finger as he casts Dispel Magic on you. Fuck! All right. Um, please hold as I look up. Mm, okay. His hand is still on your head. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah, that's what everyone wants. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry, I'm just trying to see if uh, I have any good, good spells. Um, sh- maybe should have saved that uh, that turn undead. Um, okay, I think I have something good. Okay, so using my last spell slot that I can do, I dig deep and I um, make a prayer to uh, uh, Lumen, saying, Lumen, grant me your strength. I cast Divine Radiance, which we'll get into if this takes effect. What do I have to do? Uh, you don't have to do anything yet. Um, and then I go to like make an attack on this skeleton. Um, I, I First of all, I jerk my head back also. like <laughs> So it's hand is oh shit critical hit critical hit Ty oh shit you um you call upon Lumen and you uh swing your sword or sorry your warhammer um and as it does it glows with a holy light and crushes against this uh this creature's helmet leaving a very a sizable dent on the side of it and roll me attack or damage sorry so it does 15 damage 15 bludgeoning damage and then an additional four radiant damage for the um divine smite divine favor sorry Four radiant damage jeez yeah i'm pretty sure he does he take extra stuff oh he doesn't oh that's surprising i would have thought that he would that is surprising. I was really hoping he would. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I look at him and I say, feel Lumen's wrath. He, uh, he stumbles a little bit under the um, weight of that, that uh, helmet pressing up against him. And he is going to spin away from you, um, disengage, and uh, make his way towards uh, to the horse and uh, mount it. And uh, now it's your turn. Point, point of order. Um, disengage is an action. Um, so is it able to hop on top of that horse despite being having taken its action and its move? Mm, fine, it's next to the horse. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, Ty. You are the god of this world, but that's that's fair. Um, if I had if I had left him with a multi attack, I would have given it given him that. But since I took away his multi attack, I feel like I should give take away the other thing as well. Um, so yeah, uh, he is next to the horse and uh, getting ready to to get on it. Okay, so since it is, he is getting ready to get on a horse. Can I get advantage on this next attack, Ty? Ty, can I? Uh, can I please? I will say no. Oh. Okay, that's you will not. All right, I say not so fast, and I run up to him and does a fourteen hit. Uh, fourteen. Uh, fourteen does not hit. Maybe exactly so fast. Uh, that's that's all I got. All right. Um, for his move, he's going to swing up onto the horse, um, and then he is going to uh, slice down at you with his um, sword. Okay. 
23 to hit. Yeah, yeah, that does hit. Yep. All right. Um, oh, wait. Oh, OK, never mind. I haven't been dealing as much damage as I should have. No. Uh, 13 slashing damage. Ooh. All right. And with that, um, I yell just as loud as I can. Velma, find the girl and run. And I go to hit the um, hit the guy uh, as I go to hit the guy. I had 20. Yeah, that actually does hit. Yay. Woo. Oh, four bludgeoning damage and four radiant damage. Jeez. OK, yeah. Um, so you uh, you hit this one again. Um, this time you swing with your hammer and aim for his uh, knee on the um, on the back of the horse and just slam. Get it real good. Um, looks like uh, it would have possibly knocked him prone just if he was standing. But he is not standing. And um, at this point, uh, he is going to make an attack at you. As he is swinging down his sword uh, to hit you. And I'm like just getting ready to meet my maker. You see standing in the alleyway, um, you see Velma. And you see her uh, running towards you um, with her short sword in hand. Um, and you see a small uh, figure, actually a little bit taller than Velma, because what with Velma being a halfling, standing in the alleyway behind her. A small child. Nice. Mission accomplished. Uh, and Velma is running towards you. She is yelling. She is. She just. She is not the type to put herself in danger. She is not the type to want to help anyone else. Because people suck. People are terrible. But right now, at this moment, she sees you under the attack of some sort of unholy knight that is swinging a sword down at you. You don't look like you're in a good spot. Nope. And I'm going to roll an attack. Velma, don't be a hero. And you get 29 to hit. Oh, Jesus. You take 10 slashing damage. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, I am unconscious. I am negative eight unconscious. And at this point, things go black. You feel a searing pain in your your neck. You're certain that that you're going to be meeting your maker. You are you are done. Life is you've tried your best. What what goes through your mind at this moment? What goes through my mind is seeing Velma uh, rush to help someone. And I probably tried to just get out a warning to get her to take the girl and run, because I think as long as I can die saving others, then that will be a good death and something that I can be proud of and say, face Lumen and say, I have done your work and tried to live to your standards. Um, those are probably the last things I'm thinking of as things go black. And that's where we're going to end. Damn. Very good. <sighs> Woo. 
Uh, this has been Side Character Quest. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed uh, our first actual arc. Um, though the story of Sir Roderick ends, the story that he has been a part of uh, will continue. This world uh, will continue when, with our next character, uh, and I hope that everybody enjoys it. Um, you know, we're figuring this out. Um, Eli and I, this is our, our first time doing this sort of thing. I don't know what else to say. Um, this has been super fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, yeah. Uh, next time will be someone different though, right? So it won't be me. It won't be me and my lovely voice. It won't be Eli and his lovely voice. It'll be somebody new. Hopefully somebody I've never actually played Dungeons and Dragons with before, uh, which will make it a really interesting experience. And I'm excited to hear them. And maybe maybe one day return and figure out some more about that. Uh, I'm I'm interested. There's a lot of questions I still have. So yeah, Ty, Ty is keeping the cards close to the chest and... Uh, I'm just a small, a small um, side character, if you will, to uh, this whole podcast. All right. How do we want to sign off, Eli? This has been Side Character Quest. I have been your guest, Eli, playing Sir Roderick. And with you, as always, was once again the lovely... Uh, this has been Ty. Uh, tune back in next time for a new character and a new guest. Uh, but until then, da 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 we, we are seriously, I am very glad that we're going to have a new person who's not going to know about that. <laughs>
cars driving by or something. No? Uh, just the general constant moan of the monks that live uh, mm. under your bed, but mm. other than that, I don't hear anything. Cool, cool, cool. How you how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, that um I've literally been holding on to that uh turn undead thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like you you put me in this city full of skeletons and mm -hmm. I was like rad. Yeah, I was really I was worried that um you were going to bust it out like too early uh and then it was just not going to get get use. Um but I'm glad I'm also glad that you had it because I, I didn't know if that was a thing that like all paladins had to have. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be really nice if he does. Um, no, not all yeah. paladins have it. Um, paladin like the, the those who take the oath of the the oath that I have, because it's a um, it's a channel divinity thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the oath of devotion is what I have. So, um, yeah, well, let's see, um, yeah, yeah, they all have, because there's Oath of the Ancients and, uh, Oath of Vengeance, and all of them have some sort of turn thing, but my, like, the Oath of Devotion is specifically, like, um, Undead and uh, undead and fiend. Okay, wait. So are the other ones like not? Do they have different like effects? Like what they do? Uh, well, Channel Divinity has turned the Faithless, which does the same thing, but against um Fey or fiend mm. and vi Venge Oath of Vengeance has Abjure Enemy. Oh, which interesting. You just, um, you just choose one of the, like, just a oh. target in front of you. Okay, one target as opposed to, like, okay, okay, gotcha. So yeah, it's not but like it's a, anyone. Any, any one target. Okay. Yes. Okay, I thought, I wasn't sure if it was like a, you know, when you make the character, you choose a thing that is like i i will always affect beasts or something no this is you you choose one creature within 60 feet of you that you can see gotcha um yeah oath of vengeance you just become batman how often can you use that once per day or once per short or long rest gotcha I'm, I need horse terms. I need horse terms. I'm sorry. I've got to do this. Okay. You hear the word. Do you hear that? Is that a dog? Sorry. Just a second. Okay. It was my roommate laughing at something. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to edit out that part where I asked you to roll a perception <laughs> check, and I'm just going to say this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I saved that last spell slot. 
because uh, I had plans for it if I like found myself dead knowing uh-huh. that Velma was going to have to carry on. But like I realized that, no, nah, I should probably like do some more damage on the skeleton or things are going to go real bad. Mm-hmm. So I was I thought there was a chance that you were going to defeat it. Damn. Uh, like you you did you did a sizable amount of damage to it yeah that critical hit uh was key yeah you didn't you didn't break um halfway but you got like close Mm. uh yeah um so yeah dude uh so my uh my idea with my last uh spell slot that i was going to do is Mm -hmm. um uh because I didn't know how I was like how that was going to shake out really, but um, I thought if I had like a moment, and I still would have done this in this moment, but um, I had used up all my spell slots trying to kill this thing. I, there's a spell that is rad as hell. It's called Heroism, and it mm-hmm. uh, you cast it on a willing creature, and they regain hit points, and then like feel courage in them and they become immune to fear okay so you're still listening to the show past the end credits past the bloopers you are still listening to this um so clearly you like this a lot or you hate yourself so if you could do me just a great honor and like tell people about this, like if you have any friends that you play um, tabletop games with, that'd be great. If you ha- know anybody that likes fantasy stuff, that would be great. And if you could also review this on whatever platform you're listening, especially Google Play or uh, Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate that. So yeah, I thanks a lot for listening to uh, to this first arc and um, see you next time.